is versus Paulo Costa. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast. I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash FightJunkie2006. The last style bender. Undefeated. 19-0. Of his 19 wins, 14 by KO, TKO, 5 by decision. For Paulo, 13 wins, no losses. Of his 13 wins, 11 by KO, TKO, 1 by sub, 1 by decision. Currently, you have the champion, Arasanya, as a minus 185 favorite. Costa comes back at plus 160. Those are straight lines. Wugo won't go 5 full rounds. Wugo... Plus 170, won't go, minus 230. Adesanya wins inside, plus 135. Costa wins inside, plus 242. Adesanya wins by decision, plus 305. Costa wins by decision, plus 515. Fight is a draw, 65 to 1. If you didn't notice that, let me go back and just tell you again. Adesanya wins inside, plus 135. Costa wins inside, plus 242. Adesanya is actually favored to win this fight inside more than Paulo is, which is very interesting because if you listen to anybody who's capping this fight, anybody who's interested in this fight, anybody's opinion of this fight, they all consider Costa to be the puncher. Yet the books say, hold up, wait a minute. Maybe everything isn't as it appears. And so I'm going to break it down, my opinion, what this fight is really about. On paper, from everything I've seen from both guys, I think this is a mismatch. What? Yeah, I said it. The striking levels between these two is great guys it is really really i mean when you're looking at this fight on paper and how they approach their fights and the tools that they have and their fight iq adesanya has a huge advantage now let me say this i'm not just saying this now you can go back to any of the videos i've done on him i said coming into this uh ufc his fight iq and his striking ability was so high that it was going to be extremely difficult for a traditional mixed martial artist to beat him in a pure striking match with one caveat. And I'm sure everybody who has done any research about this fight and Adesanya already knows about his brutal left hook, knockout loss, and kickboxing. This is the one Achilles heel that I talk about with Adesanya is that his timing and his technique and his skill set and his reflexes and even the way he baits fighters is so significantly higher than anybody he generally faces. He feels he is untouchable. 
And a lot of times you see he is slipping these punches with his hands down, just reflex based by millimeters. I mean, you go back and watch that Whitaker fight. There was a shot where Whitaker's glove literally hit the end of his nose. And then Adesanya fired back with a counter shot. This is very, very difficult to do. It's almost impossible to teach. It reminds me of a prime Roy Jones when technically they make mistakes, but because they're at the top of their game and so blessed, God-given talents, they're able to get away with it. Now, there will come a point in time where Adesanya's career, just like Anderson, just like Roy, just all, just like all of these reflex-based fighters, he will lose. He will get caught. He will get knocked out. Could it be this fight? Well, in my opinion, the way you got to catch Adesanya is with looping punches because... Like a lot of those fighters I mentioned and other fighters who are not as grand in their striking and reflexibility, fighters that are usually lean and long and have a long reach and a height advantage, they often do this. You can go back to a fighter like Stefan Struve. He always did this because he has the height and the reach and most people he spars, most people he fights, anybody that he comes in contact with, he has the advantage in those areas. So they naturally are able to pull straight back and the punches whiz by them due to their length. But if you make one mistake and you saw that, go back and look in his kickboxing match. He actually had his hand up pretty good. But it's the same thing over and over. And you see this time and time again as MMA matches. What he likes to do is he likes to bait the guy in. He does the hands down, the chin out. He does this to get his opponent to open up. They think he is in range. They come forward with their blitz. He steps back, fires, and then tries to pull his way out of there and nine times out of ten it works in the UFC it works all of the time it's worked every single time even when he got hit with a gastelum and got dropped it still works over the course of the fight he's able to do it he's undefeated it works for him until it doesn't that's the danger you saw that in his kickboxing match and even if you threw Adesanya out of the picture he fights like all those other guys I told you about remember Anderson Silva Chris Weidman How did he get caught in that first fight? Pulling straight back with his hands down. If you're going to beat Adesanya, you have to take advantage of the fact that he's so confident, so cocky, so good, so skilled, that his fight IQ is so high that he can get overconfident and just use his reflexes. They're not using basic technique of blocking correctly, countering off of the block. No, they're using their reflexes to make you whiz by them and then open you up for a huge counter punch. It's exciting to watch. It's very difficult to emulate. How is Coast they're going to bring in fighters that can do that consistently? And it's not just about the miss. It's about the counter. Sometimes Adesanya will make you miss with no counter. Other times he'll just touch you with a counter. And then there's times where he's looking to blast you out with the counter he has a very high fight iq and i don't see a high fight iq from costa what he does he does good but there's a lot of fighters throughout both boxing and mma kickboxing every combat sport that does what costa does 
He comes forward. He's tough. He's gritty. He lands powerful punches. He looks to take your head clean off your shoulders. Now, is there a lot of setup there? That's the question. He likes to use the body kick the most to set up his punches. But basically, we know he has to close the distance because if he tries a Yoel Romero type of fight where he sits on the outside, tries to get Adesanya to lead and counter, it's going to be a disaster because you already saw what Adesanya would do. He would do what is necessary to win. He will give, he, he will take what is given. Romero didn't give him a lot. He didn't take a lot, but he won the fight. If Costa thinks that he's going to be able to lure Adesanya in into a reckless type of attack, that's never, ever going to happen. The best chance that he has is catch Adesanya in exchanges because of the way that Adesanya defends wide, looping, straight, kicks, anything. He defends the same way. He defends reflex-based. So if Costa... It may take three punches, four punches, five punches, six punches. It may take one punch. But you have to time that almost perfectly where Adesanya makes a mistake. In my opinion, Costa needs Adesanya to make a mistake. What's the mistake? The mistake is in the timing. Because, like I said, Adesanya is reflex-based. So he's using the timing of Costa's punches. If he mistimes one of those, Costa brings enough punch that he could hurt Adesanya. We saw Gastelum drop Adesanya and another thing when you look at that fight Gastelum had to extend extremely far his entire body to hit Adesanya because Adesanya has that length Costa has a small reach he's a stocky guy the distance between these two is going to be very very difficult to overcome Adesanya is very confident in his ability to, ability to avoid a couple three four punch combination and just move out of the way if he doesn't feel like countering he'll just move out of the way why does he do this a lot of times he is doing this just to see the combination set up this is the same thing he does with the hip fake where where it looks like he's going to throw a kick he's always fainting with his hip and and twisting his hip it's to get the reaction a lot of fighters will you use feints to set up their offense, but Adesanya uses these and he calculates it and he sees every single time what in this in this fight Costa's gonna do when he faints this way, when he uses the lead hand as a feint, when he switches stances, when he throws a leg kick, all of these things he's calculating. And once he gets that pattern down, then you start to see Adesanya open up a little bit more. If Costa comes at him like a bull, Adesanya will be perfectly fine just moving around, limiting his own offense to see what Costa's gonna do. And not only that, let Costa throw as much and as hard as he can to hit the gas tank in my personal opinion i don't believe paulo has enough stamina to go five hard crazy paulo costa rounds without asanya i just don't see it i think that that's been proven throughout his uh, tough career and then when you factor in how long he's usually fighting in the UFC I think it's something like an average of seven minutes that's a far cry from 25 minutes 
I think Costa's going to get tired if he doesn't get Adesanya out of there. The only other way, like I said, he can serve some of that gas tank is if he steps off the gas. If he stays on the outside and tries to get Adesanya to lead, I don't think it's going to be a very exciting fight. I think you would see a Romero type of fight if that happened. And I think Adesanya would win on points. He would just stick the jab out in his face, throw a leg kick and move around. Costa would be hesitant. He would throw a couple punches and miss and you'd see that over and over and over and over again if Costa fights like we normally see Costa fight then it's going to be a barn burner for as long as it lasts because Adesanya is always looking to throw a counter shot even if he makes Costa miss and he moves in the beginning at some point Adesanya is ballsy enough that he's going to sit in the pocket, he's going to throw a counter shot, and he's going to rely on those reflexes that we talked about to avoid the haymakers that Costa's going to fire back. I'm telling you, go back, look throughout his entire UFC career, and the shot that knocked him out in the kickboxing match. What did he do? He was actually throwing a punch, guys. He was throwing a punch as the guy came in with the blitz. This is what he does. And even though I don't consider him a big one-punch knockout guy, this is why he scores knockouts. Because they're coming like a freight train, and then he's throwing his punch, and they meet, and boom. It's just a dramatic impact. Look at the Whitaker fight. The same thing. Those shots were counter shots. Whitaker was the one leading. Whitaker was throwing wild. Whitaker was missing. He was out of position with his feet. And then Adesanya, like a matrix, would fire back. Boom. Neo style. And boom. Whitaker would go down. This is the way that Israel Adesanya fights. He is going to put himself in danger against Costa if Costa fights his regular traditional balls to the wall, going to put my nose to the grindstone and come after you, try to kill you type of style. At some point, Adesanya is going to try to crack him with a counter punch from hell because he believes that Costa is too wild, he's too predictable, and his gas tank is going to run out. On paper, I see all of that. The only danger I always point out when you're fighting Israel Adesanya and you're betting him and you're backing him is that he has that glaring flaw. And it is dangerous, guys. Don't get it twisted. It is very dangerous for the entire fight as long as Costa is there that Adesanya can make a mistake. He can miss time, one of those looping punches from Costa. And if you look at this, Costa almost has the right style to take advantage of that because he throws looping punches. If you're very technical and you try to fight Adesanya in a technical fight, you're really going to have a hard time because he sees it. It needs to be something that comes from a weird angle that Adesanya doesn't see. Whitaker was trying that and he came very close on a few occasions to landing that big haymaker usually with the right hand but Adesanya is open for that left hook if it comes at a different angle or off a couple of different punches. So that's something to be very mindful if you're betting Adesanya here. I like him. I like him a lot. I think on paper and with their skill set and what they've shown so far, even level of competition, in my opinion, Adesanya should be favored. He should be a bigger favorite than what he is right now. And that original opening line of minus 135, in my opinion, is a godsend. And I hope everybody jumped on that because I do believe Adesanya is going to win this fight. But there is danger there. Now, if you're on Costa, obviously you're going to think that Costa has to win 
by knockout. I don't think anybody is going to think that Costa is going to outwork Adesanya, outbox Adesanya. It's just not his style. If he's having success, that means he's touching Adesanya with hard, powerful punches. He's pinned him up against the cage, and he's really letting his body shots and his head shots go. He's going to use the body kick to try to push Adesanya back to the cage and then do his blitz. The, the problem here is Costa is very basic. He does the same thing over and over again. And in my opinion, Adesanya would have to really be off of his game not to recognize that pattern at least after a round. If you go two rounds to Costa just being a bull and Adesanya having to just absorb the information that's coming at, at him, hopefully not punches, and use the octagon and make his reads and start with the feints and slowly start with touching him. Not a lot of offense. He's got to be defensively sound, right? If he has to go through these reads, after two rounds, I don't see how Costa can fight round three, round four, and round five the same. So if you're betting Adesanya and those first two rounds go that way, don't worry. It's all part of the plan because if Costa, in my opinion, he can't. Keep that going for five rounds. At some point, Adesanya is going to do what I told you he's going to do. He's going to sit in the pocket and he's going to take advantage of the mistakes of Costa, whether it's Costa slowing down, whether it's Costa throwing one punch, whether it's Costa starting to bust up and take abuse from the counter punches of Adesanya, whether it's Costa becoming timid. All of these things will play into Adesanya's hands. If you see Adesanya able to control that distance in the middle of the octagon and even push Costa back, you know that Adesanya is starting to up his offense. This is where the switch happens. He's happy to go back and forth, side to side, up and down, all around. But when you start to see, and it's not like Mike Tyson aggression, but when you start to see him push a little bit more, push a little bit more, get a little more active with his combinations. Leg kicks are huge. He's going to be hitting Costa's lead leg all the time with his leg kick. He does that almost in every single fight. He's going to try to put him off balance, but more than that, he wants to see the reaction. And if he can get Costa timid, this is an Adesanya fight. Even if it goes five rounds and they threw two punches apiece, that is an Adesanya fight. That is not a Costa fight. So if he can get Costa to be hesitant, and he wants to still play a safe game and win on points, he can do that. Because the real danger for Adesanya is getting caught in exchanges. It's not getting caught with one punch from the outside. Costa throwing one punch here, waiting, catching his breath. Throwing one punch here, waiting, catching his breath. None of that. And if Costa walks forward without punches, Adesanya will chew him up and spit him out. Costa has to be able to fight a Costa style of fight. For as long as he can or until he catches him. So Costa has to go balls to the wall and be like, I'm going to get you out of here or you're going get to get me out of here. And that's the only reason I think you see the books looking at Adesanya wins inside because there's a lot of times where you could see Adesanya can easily go to a points win. This is another fight that you could see this going to a points win because Adesanya could take the safety first type of style easily. Costa gets worn down, he gets tired, he gets busted up or timid. Adesanya doesn't have to put his foot on the gas, so you need to be aware of that if you're looking at Adesanya inside. He does not have to put his foot on the gas. That is his type of fight now. He's won it. Barring a haymaker from hell, he's won it in that type of fight. 
Costa's not going to win a, a, a technical boxing match, kickboxing match against Adesanya. He has to bully him. How long can Costa bully him? Can he bully him and get in a position where Adesanya mistimes something and knock him out? Or is he going to try to bully him, bully him, bully him, and run out of gas and Adesanya is going to take over? That's the question you have to ask yourself if you're looking at each side. Personally, I'm on the Adesanya side right here. I think Costa's only shot is a haymaker that Adesanya mistimes again. A mistake in Adesanya's point is the only way I see Costa winning. I don't think he's a better fighter. He hasn't faced a better competition. He doesn't have the better tool set. He doesn't have the better skill set. He doesn't have the better cardio. You could say he has the better power, but again, look at his look at his knockouts. They're generally not one-punch knockouts. They're accumulation. He gets the guy, pins him up, and he unleashes, you know, 14-punch combination, and they crumble. Adesanya should never be in that position in the first place. If he's able to take one of Costa's shots, then there should be a regrouping going on. As soon as he takes that shot, he should realize, okay, now I have to regroup, whether it's a leg kick, whether it's a jab in the face, whether it's lateral movement or side to side, whatever the case is, that doesn't allow Costa to throw three, four, five, six, ten punch combinations like he likes to finish people. These are little things that I think Adesanya with his ridiculous fight IQ will understand. For Costa, he's just like a bull in the china shop. He's just going to go. He's just going to go. He's going to throw. And he's going to try to knock him out. So if you're looking at Costa, I think there's only one way you look at him. You look at him inside the distance you're still getting 250 240 i mean that's a really nice line on a guy who generally knocks people out for adesanya like i said it's a little more dangerous to take him inside even though i can see it again i expect a huge a huge drop in cardio from costa from round three on if this fight does go three four five i just can't see costa looking fresh and adesanya at that point even if he's felt danger from round one, two, three, if, if he sees his opponent no longer being a threat, he's going to open up. And that's where you could get a four or five round stoppage from Adesanya just based off the fact that Costa is spent and he can't take anymore. You don't need to be a gigantic hitter when your opponent is fatigued. Fatigue makes a coward out of all men. And I think Adesanya is going to play a smart game. At times it could be boring, guys. And at other times it's going to be very subtle, the punches that he's landed. I wouldn't be surprised if you hear the announcers all up on Costa's jock because of the way Costa fights. Very easy for uh, the average fight person, the average fight fan to see that Costa's pushing his, Costa's throwing hard punches, and Costa's looking to press the fight and knock him out. It's very, very easy. You have to look a lot harder at the subtleties that Adesanya does and the way he set things up i think personally in my opinion that this fight is going to go to the champion i like adesanya to retain his title that's it for this episode of fight junkie i will sock it to you tomorrow baby fight junkie out